What's up, everybody? Welcome into A to Z Sports Picks. Brian and I are going to have a great show for you this Friday. Get you all set up for the betting weekend. Brian, as always, my man, you look at sharp, buddy. How we doing? Thanks, brother. I'm doing well. We uh, got some UFC fights. We got a huge NBA game tonight, and I know you're fired up for some college baseball, so let's get to it. Yeah, man. It's going to be an awesome sports weekend. Everybody, welcome in A to Z Sports Picks. I'm Alan Bell, CBS Sportsline, alongside Brian Edwards of VegasInsider.com. A to Z Sports Picks is brought to you every Friday by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. New users, make sure. And I'm telling you, easiest thing you'll do all weekend. Download that BetMGM app. Use promo code A to Z200. That's A-T-O-Z-200. All right, A to Z200. Put a $10 Moneyline wager on either team tonight, Celtics or Warriors. You will win $200 when either of those teams hits a three-pointer. That's it. That's it. One three-pointer. Steph, Clay, Tatum. Grant Williams fires one from half court. Whatever. One three-pointer. Big Al Horford. <laughs> yeah. I love Al. Yeah, $200. Either team is three-pointer. Promo code A to Z200. That is BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Uh, visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older. Must be president of the state of Tennessee. For gambling problem support, call the Tennessee red line at 800-889-9789. All right. Right. We have got a monster game for tonight. All right. I see the spread sitting what? Three and a half. Is that what you're seeing there? Uh, I feel there are a few three and a half, but I feel like there's more fours across the board. Yeah, I feel like that as well. Um, and we're seeing some movement here on the total as well. Um, I know that it's gone to I'm seeing 213 and a half right now. Bet MGM. So that's where we sit right now. I know it's 212 and a half. kind of moved around there. So, all right, Brian, I'm gonna throw it to you first, man. All right. Take this game any way you want to go. How you bet it? Yeah, I'm going to go with Golden State plus four and hope that Steph's foot is okay. It's not a big bet for me uh, for two reasons. One, the the little uncertainty about Steph's foot, although I, I think he's probably going to be fine. But um, and, and then just the possibility that, um, you know, there could be some live opportunities to get Golden State at better than plus four is is my main uh, thing is why I'm not betting it big because I, I will I want to be able to add more if Boston gets an early lead and I you know if I can get Golden you know Boston up six and at some you know late second quarter if I can grab I'm not saying I, that I'm not saying the live line would be plus eight but if whatever the score may be if I can get Golden State you know plus eight or nine. Um, then I could, you know, press it, if you will. But I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with a, you know, average size bet on Golden State plus four, I, with the hope that Draymond is not not gonna get in foul trouble. Uh, maybe that the refs allow a more physical game, sort of like Game Two, where Draymond got away with a lot. I saw, I saw something on Twitter earlier. Uh, Draymond in five games against the Celtics this year is averaging 4.6 points per game, which is less than the stars on his podcast, which is 4.8. <laughs> but hey, good. The, we need Draymond just on the court, rebounding, facilitating, assist, being that defensive force. Uh, we don't really need him to score. We just need him on the court, be, being a factor, you know, making plays that that he always makes that don't necessarily show up in his points uh, column, if you will. Um, I think Steph, I mean, Steph was feeling it the other night. I thought Clay kind of got a little bit of his confidence back. I mean, not a great shooting night, 7 of 17 overall, 5 of 13 from 3, but 
you know, 25 points. If we can get 25 out of Clay tonight, get a good game from Steph, keep Draymond on the court longer. Wiggins is playing pretty solid. Uh, and then hopefully, you know, Jordan Poole can contribute and, and Porter as well. Obviously, they got to do a better job defensively uh, than they did the other night, giving up 116. But um, I'm going to go with Golden State plus four. All right, there we go. Uh, real quick in the chat, Ryan Powell. Uh, what up, my man? Did I miss it? Look, that's my fault. Applesauce brain. I got it going a couple minutes late. Put that one on me. But it is good to see you, brother. And Lewis, always in the chat. Hey, shout out. Appreciate you, buddy. Appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, look, let me say this. This is the point in a, in a series, especially the finals, where, where trends and things start turning. But let me give you where my brain is right now, right, after what we've seen through three games. Okay, one, if you're betting the spread, like if you, you might as well just pick who you, who you think is going to win and bet the spread. Like the, these games haven't been close in the end in terms of final score, right? Like it, they haven't. Number two, I know the trend for the Warriors and the Celtics both have not had back-to-back losses in the postseason the entire time. They've had one loss, win. One loss, win, right? Like, they have not had it. But I feel like at some point it's going to have to happen, right? So I'm going to go Boston money line. I'm going to go Boston with the spread. I don't want to touch the total. I don't want anything to do with that. I don't want anything to do with the total either. It frightens me. Yep, it scares the hell out of me. And and we're going to talk about this in a second here. And I'll tell you what, let's just roll into it in terms of props for this game as well. So you're on the Warriors plus four. I'll take the Celtics money line. I'll also take the Celtics minus four. Uh, Look, what are we going to do about, you want to talk about trends. The hottest trend in the planet is betting the Warriors in the third quarter. Like, they are exploding every single third quarter of every game in the postseason, right? And you're getting the Warriors plus one and a half in the third quarter tonight. Again, this is the point where things start moving, right? It's hard for me to fade that plus one and a half. Like, they, they just keep doing it. So I'm going to write it again. I've wrote it a couple times. It's worked. If it doesn't tonight, I'm still ahead after hitting it, what, three times now, I believe? But yeah. Give me, give me Warriors, third quarter plus one and a half. Also, what you were talking about with Clay Thompson, all right? Give me Clay Thompson over three and a half threes. Made. Three and a half three-pointers made. Sorry, that's kind of a, a word jumble there. Clay Thompson over three and a half three-pointers made tonight. Look, the number in game three was two and a half. Rode that. It was juiced at like minus 170. He ended up, like you said, ended up hitting, what, five, I believe, out of 13. Um, Yeah, I'll bump it up. I'll take the three and a half. I think it's like minus 105 right now. Because what you said about Steph, even if Steph is fine, but a little, like there's just a little bit there, I think that will give us one, two, three, three more clay three shot attempts. I also think clay Thompson knows that it buddy you you got a cup. Like we, we can't have any more of these games where you have six points. We're going to lose. And I'm saying that like if I were in the locker room, right? Like I think clay, I think the light bulb kind of went off <clears throat> that, you know, you know, you're going to have to hit shots. You're going to have to knock these things down. And with clay, it's all about getting one or two threes knocked down early. And that happened again. Oh, that three. does a lot for his confidence. A ton, right? So if we could get him to knock one down, like just in the first quarter with two made threes, 
we're sitting beautiful, right? So, yeah, I'm going to go Warriors third quarter plus one and a half. I'm also going to go Clay Thompson over three and a half threes. What do you got? Um, okay, so we're doing props. Correct, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go with the first, uh, the first field goal of the game. You know, this is one of those crap shoots. It's like on Monday Night Football, first touchdown of the game. But, uh, you know, small risk, but uh, hopefully nice reward. I'm thinking that uh, in the first possession, they could run something for Clay and uh, plus 700 to make the first basket of the game. And that's not, it has to be the first basket of the game, either team. Um, yeah. Obviously, we don't know who's going to win the jump ball or anything. This is a small Come play. Come on, Brian. I needed plus you to have seven, right. Plus 700. I'm gonna go with Clay. I just have been horrible with these props, so I'm not. I'm not gonna like do a bunch of them. That's my only one. I'll find out in the first possession or three. Hopefully, the very first possession, Clay will hit a jumper plus seven hundred. Small, nothing. You know, quarter unit if that, uh, and hopefully a nice payout. There you go. Yeah, I, look, it's I mean, short and sweet there. Yeah, well, I like it. I mean, the, it's tough. Like you know, in in. We look at people in the industry who are legends. Jimmy Vaccaro obviously falls in that category. Love Jimmy. Him, oh, yeah, he's the best, right? Like, this guy. This is a guy who's been running this show for 45 years, right? When I'm seeing him tweet, and he tweets honestly, right? Like, you know, he'll put out the numbers, you know, as soon as, say, game three ends, you know, he's putting out the numbers for game four, putting them out there. Here you go, kids. Yeah, and he always has, like, you know, like a fun yeah. comment, like, of what he's seeing. Yeah in the series, games, whatever, uh, you know, and I've seen him multiple times now. He's like, look, if you can figure out what's going on, you know, in, in, in these NBA, you know, playoffs from basically the, the conference finals on, he's like, I'd like to hire you because I don't know, you know, right. like, it, like it's been difficult, man. It's been hard. Yeah. So I, I, I mumbled through all of that to say, I feel you like sometimes fewer plays are good because you could get loaded down with a lot that you think feel good and, ugh. You know, like what, like what do you do with Wiggins or Jordan Poole? Like, it would not surprise me at all if if this is a Jordan Poole night, right? Like, yeah, either could score twenty plus, you know, or we could have zero, know. right? Like, that's the most difficult part. Is like, it, it's hard to knock him down. So I, I'll stop on that. But I, I agree with you. Keep it short. Keep it, you know, keep your sheet tight there. All right. So, hey, one last thing before yeah, we move on. I just want to just quickly comment because I feel like there's been this huge national narrative that that Clay Thompson is just never going to be the player he wants was and is just a, just a, an average dude these days it might be true that he might never be what he was because he was one of the best you know two-way guards in the league uh, yeah. but he's had two major injuries he's only been back here for a few months I think his demise is being greatly exaggerated I mean I don't think we're going to know how good he can be the rest of his career until like the middle of next year. I mean, the dude has only been back a few months and I just hate the national exaggeration. Like he's some bomb now. I just had to get it out of my chest. No, That's no, all. I feel you. I, I and like he doesn't have to play great the rest of this series. It doesn't mean he's a bomb moving forward. I mean, he's <laughs> no, no. not had a, he has not had an off season healthy in th- like, you know, three years. So yeah. let's let him have an off season, build his body back up and, and then we we where we make all these assumptions about what Clay is going to be in the future. That's all. Well, no, no, I like it, you know. And, and I'll I'll be honest, like that's why I don't make de- you know declarative statements on what's going to happen ten years down. Like, right? How the hell do I know? You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, he's not making shots, but you're right, man. Like, you know, he's been injured, been banged up. Also, one other thing in regards to the NBA, what we don't ever take into account is 
when you have a team that is perennially going to the finals, right? Getting, you know, around that area, like you do that three times in a row, like you're basically adding seasons. Oh, yes. The mileage on the legs. Absolutely. Yeah. We we, we don't ever talk about that. Like, you know, LeBron, like, and and not to bring LeBron into it, but like just saying, like, you know, players that go that far so long, like you read the, the stat box. 15 seasons he's actually played like 19 seasons like when you add all that up you know what I mean so and I think that's what's helped Al Horford have a good postseason he'd been in the playoffs every um year of his career until last season when he got traded to OKC and they shut him down early so he didn't have that those extra games in the playoffs and they shut him down like 30 40 games early even though he was healthy just so he'd stay healthy and be a good trade piece and so I think that has helped him here late you know or in this postseason run his legs are fresher than they normally are this time of year. Yep, I feel you on that. All right, moving on. We got college baseball, all right? And, look, we we went, not going to lie, we swept the board last weekend. It was fantastic. We had all boy. of like, Yeah, it was nice, man. Like, we played all regional winners. Uh, Oregon State won, Stanford won, Texas won, uh, and Virginia Tech won, right? So, we're coming back this week. We got Super Regionals, and they've already begun. Uh, we, we've seen, uh, you know, Texas and ECU. Started it. We're about to get Virginia Tech going here in uh, in just a minute if it hasn't already started here. But I'm going to run through the plays that I have for this weekend, okay? And it's a lot of them, but just hang tight with me, and, and I'll kind of explain why. All right, so first off, let's just go right to Tennessee first, all right? Notre Dame's throwing their number two tonight. And, and for anybody that doesn't, that, that doesn't bet college baseball regularly, so we're in the Super Regionals. What it is is you have two teams that are playing at a host uh, school. So Tennessee is hosting uh, Notre Dame this weekend. It's a best of three series, double elimination. All right. So first team to win two games advances to the College World Series. All right. So that's what we've got. Sixteen teams that are left. Uh, when we get to you know after this weekend, eight teams are going to make it to Omaha. There you go. So that's kind of the breakdown. All right. So tonight, I'm going to take Tennessee baseball minus two and a half on the run line against Notre Dame. Uh, and look. Notre Dame's throwing their number two pitcher tonight, saving their number one for tomorrow, which is sounds crazy, but it's not a bad strategy if you're an underdog, especially a heavy one, because you're saying, look, we're going to save our, our, our ace for Saturday. We're going to, you know, hopefully we could steal one on Friday, and that's how you kind of gain back advantage, all right? Notre Dame's a good baseball team. Notre Dame's deep in pitching. Um, but I think that Tennessee had their scares last weekend in the regional. I think they're going to be over that, especially tonight. Give me Tennessee minus two and a half. I think they put it on Notre Dame. All right. So I've got Virginia Tech money line today in the game. You can get that if it hasn't started, but it's literally like right now. Um, I'm also taking Arkansas to win the series, all right, against North Carolina. And here's the next bet. You could bet on total games that are played in the series. I'm taking Arkansas, North Carolina over two and a half games uh, at minus 130. They're all going to be set at two and a half. So essentially, it's it's like soccer, like both teams to score. Do both teams win a game? Like, do does the team sweep or do we get to that third game, right? That's essentially all you're betting on. So I'm taking Arkansas, UNC over two and a half games. Taking Louisville, Texas A&M over two and a half games. I'm taking Oregon State to win their Super Regional at home against Auburn. Auburn's bats are hot. Auburn is a phenomenal team. They were hot as hell during the regionals, but they've had a week to cool it down. And you know what? Corvallis, Oregon is a long way away from Auburn, Alabama. Give me Oregon State to win that one. 
Give me Auburn, Oregon State over two and a half games. I'm going to hedge myself a little bit, give a little insurance, and we can hit both of them. I'm also going to take Ole Miss to win their Super Regional. They're on the road, excuse me, against Southern Miss. All right. Oh, there's no team in the country hotter than Ole Miss right now. None. They are mashing everything at the plate. They're playing excellent baseball. And look, Southern Miss, they're a phenomenal baseball team as well. You got rivals in state. Ole Miss doesn't have to travel far. Uh, there's going to be a ton of Ole Miss fans there. These guys played against each other in high school. They know each other. They know their girlfriends. You know what I mean? Like that whole, you know, kind of shtick there. Like they know each other. I'm going to take Ole Miss to win the series. I'm also going to take Ole Miss and Southern Miss over two and a half games at minus 140. Whew. All right. That was a lot of me talking. That's enough of me there. All right. So, Brian, throwing it to you. We got UFC this weekend. All right. So, I assume it's Saturday night, right? Yep, UFC seven. So I'm sorry, UFC two seventy five in Singapore. So it's going to be Sunday morning in Singapore, but it'll be normal start times in America. The pay, um, the prelims at eight p.m. Eastern. I'm guessing are on ESPN or ESPN two, and then obviously ESPN plus the pay per view at ten p.m. Eastern. So at the top of the card, we have Glover Tashira the 42-year-old champion making his first title defense. He's going up against Yuri Prokaska. He is the guy who has gotten this title shot after two just incredible uh, wins. He had that crazy spinning back elbow against Dominic Reyes. Reyes had fought for the title twice. Uh, previous to that. So that was a second round knockout on that wild spinning elbow. And then he also um, took out Vulcan Ozdemir uh, with a second round KO. So he's getting the title shot here. Um, look, Yuri has got crazy versatile striking, a lot of spinning attacks, crazy angles. He throws punches from, I mean, he has got one of the most it really reminds me of when John Jones came up in his early 20s, um, how creative he is with the stand-up. Oh, wow. yeah, we have wow. not seen him on the ground a whole lot. And, look, Glover certainly can hold his own uh, standing, but Glover has been doing great work on the ground. And Glover, if he can muck it up and, and you know, uh, Get you know, create a lot of um, grappling situations and get the takedown, that's where he'll have the advantage. Glover can certainly win this fight, but I'm going to take my chances um, with Pro. I like to just call him Yuri. Pro Casca, but I'm going to call him Yuri the rest of the segment. Yeah, I was going to so, say Yuri's just fine with all yeah, of us. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yuri, um, okay, so there is a prop where you can get Yuri uh, to win in round one, two, or three, and that makes it a minus 120 price. That's, that's me. Uh, I've got two units. On that, I'm going to also include him in my parlay, which we'll get to um, in the next segment. Just for those wondering, the straight price is Yuri around minus 200, Glover in the plus 165 to plus 175 range um, as the underdog. Glover can certainly win this fight, but I'll take my chances with Yuri to keep it standing and get a, a creative knockout probably in the first or, or the second round. Um, okay, in the um, co-main, we've got Valentina Shevchenko. She's an enormous favorite. She's the flyweight champion, 125 pounds in UFC. She's a minus 600 to minus 800 favorite. That's her normal price. She's so dominant in this division, 8-0. She's going for her seventh 
uh, title defense. Um, but instead of laying uh, the huge price, um, I'm going to go with her to win inside the distance, which is a plus 120 return. And she has got back-to-back finishes. And remember, it's a championship fight, so it's five rounds, so more, more time you know, to get the finish. Um, so plus 120 to win inside the distance. She's just got to finish it, not, not win by a decision, win by a finish, with either submission or um, knockout. And she's done that in back-to-back fights, three of her last four and four of her last six. So then we move on to the the the, the third fight ahead of the co-main, and that is uh, a rematch of one of the greatest fights in MMA history, the best women's fight ever, um, and that is Zhang Wei Li and Joanna Jerjejic. I hate pronouncing. <laughs> I will call her Joanna the rest of the the rest of the time. All right, Joanna's been off for 27 months since these two fought, and uh, they gave each other uh, insane beatings. Joanna's Yo- forehead was like an entire hematoma, and Weili Zhang was she was messed up uh, bad as well. Um, since then, Joanna's been off. I've listened to her interviews this week. She seems to be in a great place uh, mentally. She's had issues in the past, like she canceled an engagement, had a falling out with her business manager. She seems really happy right now. And since they fought, like I said, Joanna's been off for 27 months. Zhang Wei Li has lost twice to Rose Nami Yunus, and confidence could be an issue. Um, now, a lot of a lot of MMA guys I respect, like my guy Gam Lu. Uh, Lu, um, uh, you can check out his Bout Business Pod. There's a shout out for you, G Lu. Uh, follow him on Twitter at Gam Lu. He likes Wei Li, so that gives me some pause here. But I'm gonna go with Joanna. Not much, half unit. She's plus one forty five underdog. Okay, I've got two other plays. Okay, this guy, Andre Fialo, is a monster. He made his UFC debut in January on short notice against Michael Piea, who has won either five or six in a row, and he lost a close decision on a short notice fight against one of the rising stars in the welterweight division. He came back on, uh, I've got it here, on April 16th, and got a first-round knockout and a performance of the night bonus. Went into Dana's office and goes, I want to fight next month. So they gave him a a fight three weeks later on May 7th. He got another first-round KO and a $50,000 performance of the night bonus. He went into Dana's office and said, I want to fight in Singapore on that pay-per-view card. Dana hooked him up. He's fighting Jake Matthews. He's a minus-150 favorite. Matthews is a good fighter, but this Fialo guy is a monster. And you can look at the – face off of the weigh-ins this morning, you can just see it in his eyes, man. I think Fiala is going to get a knockout win. I'm going with him at a minus 150 price. Um, if you want to maybe do that for a half unit and then do another half unit for him to win and win by KO at plus 120, not against that strategy. Um, okay. And then last one, Brendan Allen uh, to win by submission. Oh, where where's my price on this? I think, oh yeah, plus two thirty for Brendan Allen uh, to win by submission. He has ten submissions in his eighteen wins. He's a minus three hundred favorite, so I don't want to risk that. But I think he can get the finish here by submission. That's his specialty. He's got ten submission wins of his eighteen. Just a, a small play, like quarter unit, maybe a half unit, uh, plus two thirty. So. Uh, in review, 
Valentina inside the distance, plus 120. Let's go uh, with uh, Yuri. Um, wait, what, how was I uh, betting Yuri? Yuri's good. Yeah, yeah. How was I betting him to uh, – oh, yeah, to win inside the distance. Yes, just like just like Valentina. Plus 120 to win inside the distance. And then we're going a small play on Yolanda, plus 140. And then we are going with Fialo. That's my um, – well, I, I said Yuri inside the distance for two units. Let's go at least two units on Fialo at minus 150. Um, and if you want to maybe do a half unit on the win by KO, which is a small plus, not against that. I think he wins by KO. And then let's go like a quarter or a half unit on Brendan Allen to win by submission plus 230. There you go. UFC 275. Let's go. Done. I wish Done. I I wish I had an air horn when you're every time you say <laughs> we're going two units. I love it, man. I love it. Well done on that. All right. You go first with your parlay because I got to um, add mine up on the parlay calculator. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So it's a three leg for me. Simple. Well, simple in terms of numbers. All right. Plus 292. We're going to take the Celtics money line. We're going to take Tennessee baseball money line. And we're going to take Louisville, Texas A&M under 14 and a half runs scored. Now, the scary thing with Louisville and Texas A&M is that they could score 6,000 runs at any moment. However, Banking on a little bit of nerves tonight because this series is pretty close in terms of the talent level with both of these teams. Like they're neck and neck, man. So you know what? I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna take the risk with it. So we're gonna go plus two ninety two Celtics money line, Tennessee baseball money line, and then uh, Louisville Texas A and baseball under fourteen and a half. What do you got? All right, let's go with Yuri, um, minus 210, straight price. Let's go with Brendan Allen, the same guy I got winning by submission, minus 300, straight price. Uh, let's go with Fialo, uh, the Brazilian, minus 150 on the straight price, and Valentina, minus 650 on the straight price. Uh, 100 would get you 278.51. So four-leg parlay, all UFC, uh, Yuri, Prokaska, um, and Andre Fialo, Valentino Shevchenko, and let's get one American in there, Brendan Allen, and uh, that is plus 278.51. Nice. Ryan, that was nice work today. Proud of you, buddy. Thank you, brother. Great picks you got up on the board. Uh, well, we'll see. <laughs> They'll be great if they cash. I feel you. Uh, I hope they cash. Everybody, have a fantastic weekend. We really do appreciate it. And make sure to download that BetMGM app. Use promo code A to Z200. Put a $10 money line wager on either team. Either team is a three. You win $200. It's legitimately the easiest bet you're going to make all weekend. Make sure to do that. And Brian, thank you so much. Thank you, everybody that tuned in. As, as always, best of luck. Let's cash these tickets. We'll see you next week. Good luck, everybody. <laughs>